0: Our guest today is a legend in the sport, he is best known for always smiling, and he is the former MFC middleweight champion and a competitor of Tough Season 16. With 33 wins in his professional career, he is looking to make it 34 against his opponent Wellington Turman at the UFC Apex this August 28th. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Smilin' Alvi. How are you? Come in. Welcome in.
1: Hey, how you doing, my friends? No good, bad, no good, good,
0: good, good, um, good. We just wanted to start off. Just, just ask you. How, how you, how you doing? We know that your last fight uh, fell through. This one, you had to wait a little bit, but now uh, you have a scheduled fight. It's at the Apex against uh, Wellington Terman. Uh, just in general, how do you feel? How, do you feel ready? Are are you ready to to beat this guy?
1: Yeah, man, I am ready. Uh, the hardest part was the first camp i've ever had where my my wife and family they moved to tennessee i was supposed to be with them like three weeks ago after my fight and then my fight got canceled and delayed so it's been a month and a half since i've seen them but i got to i got to be with them this week and i ended up in tennessee for about a day and a half and i got to got to hang out with my family again so now that that's happened it's rejuvenated me a little bit and uh, i I am so ready to get in that cage of whoops mass
0: yeah definitely i know Hey, I, he doesn't have much of a, a, a family of his own. He <laughs> he had, it's just him. He's a single guy, but I I have, I have a kid and yeah, I couldn't imagine being away for, for, for that long amount of time. It must be a little rejuvenating, a little, a little extra push for you right before, what is it like a week away at a week and a half away? 10 days, 10 days. 10 days.
1: Yeah. It, it just felt great. They know the fight's coming up. They're all young. It's eight, six, five, two, and one are their ages. And so, they, but they all know the fight's coming up and they all thought it was supposed to happen. Now they all know that it's coming and they're as excited as I am.
2: Wow. Of course. Okay. So, I think maybe we'll just start off with some questions. So, the first question you probably get asked a lot, but what got you into fighting?
1: Uh, some guy asked if I wanted to fight. I said, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was really, I wish I had a story of I, I watched every day growing up. No, I, I didn't know about the UFC till I was probably six and one or seven and one as a professional um it was just you didn't,
0: like, you didn't know about the organization what's that you didn't know about the organization until really? that late wow no
1: i didn't know about anything i had heard of boxing and i knew of you know jackie chan and that was kind of my experience <laughs> that, that fighting was uh but some guy said hey you want to fight and I said yeah okay and uh yes stepped in the cage and almost won that guy i knocked him i messed his face up and i thought i won i didn't know the rules so i said yeah and then, nope. Round round ends. Round two comes back. He takes me down, and beats the hell out of me. I said, "Oh, okay. So that's, so that's what that is." <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, just just had a blast from that point on. Uh, I got addicted to it. Uh, went on a huge winning streak after that, and uh, it, it just it slowly and surely became a career. Once I learned that it could be done, I said, "Okay, I'll do that." And uh, th- that's where I ended up. And what age did you start? 21 i want to think i was it was either 20 i was either 20 or 21 i remember after that first fight somebody bought me a beer but i don't remember if i could have it legally or not but i remember taking a sip and then pretty much never drinking again it i was messed up after that fight the concussion killed me
0: yeah i think the major reason why he's asking is because he's starting in the boxing world he's yeah. been boxing for what two years now What two three years now. yeah two so. years and now he's He's starting to fight as well, or he's trying to plan a fight. Yeah. Um. So I, I yeah, I, I don't know how good he is in, in the ring. He well, sh- I will tell. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to see the ring first. He he sends me videos here and there, but I have no idea if he actually can fight uh, when when the shine the lights are shining on. And him. And did you
2: start off in a in a combat sport like boxing
0: or like what did you start off in?
1: No. Uh. So what I started off with it was trumpet playing. Uh. Yeah. I played <laughs> I played the trumpet for about twenty years, and then I started fighting after that. I only quit paying, playing the trumpet because fighting paid me a little bit and trumpet didn't. Uh, that that was, yeah, I didn't do anything.
0: Wow.
2: Okay. So next question here is, uh, what is it like training at Team Quest and being around guys like Dan Henderson and Sean Strickland?
1: Oh, uh, well, Sean isn't at Team Quest anymore, but I still train with him a lot outside. Uh no it's just particularly Dan Dan is so inspirational because he's just a badass he's 51 years old and he can beat us all up to this day. Uh Sean's another guy I, he he can he likes to think he can beat me up but uh, I get the better of him often <laughs> enough. Uh it it's it just it is so much fun sparring with the, with those guys and being able to learn from people that are that are as good or better than me. Uh and it's really I wouldn't be the fighter I am today without them.
0: Yeah. Sure. You you currently uh are fighting in the middleweight division, but you've gone up up and down uh between the divisions. So uh I was just curious, what is your walk around rule weight now? Uh now that you're at the end of the year uh your career. Not end of the like now in like later part of your career.
1: Uh I'm I'm at the halfway point, my friend. Halfway, okay, uh, yeah, seventy years uh, old yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I walk around between two twenty and two thirty, uh and then I cut down to eighty five during camp. Um, it just, I love lifting as soon as I'm done fighting, I'm in the weight room, just getting as big and as swollen as jacked as I can that and I, I really do like eating. So between those two things, I, I get big.
0: Do you have any tips on workout programs? Cause I know myself and, and the uh, husband here, have. we try to always put on mass, but sometimes it's the wrong kind of mass <laughs> for, for <laughs> me, especially
1: <laughs> uh, you, you just get in there and lift heavy things over and over again. That's usually the best way to do it.
0: Okay, okay. that's all the compounds. Yeah. Um I just wanted to address something. Um it's uh, the elephant in the room is your last five fights haven't gone necessarily your way. Uh in my opinion, two of those fights should have went uh to to you of uh, in decision uh for it was the the Korean uh Daun Jun, I believe his name was, and, and the other Ryan. Um I feel like the u f c as well is under that impression as well that yes, uh the judges came away and said that you were not the winner, but the u f c is still treating you uh as as such as a person that um, has these um uh, has this little bit of a streak going on um in in the u f c um right now you're facing a guy that is on the opposite spectrum where he's uh, kind of coming, he's coming off two losses uh, and it kind of seems like this might be his last uh, chance uh, in in the UFC. Uh, Can you speak to what you think he's going to come in, in terms of his mentality, uh, what he's going to try to do to you in that cage? Uh, And what what is your plan?
1: You you know, everyone thinks that if you're on a, if you're on a skid, you're going to come in more inspired. You're going to come in and you're fighting for your job. But but honestly, if, if you're in the UFC, you're past the the, the you're past the point where you know you have to win. It's just what you do. You have won enough times. It is your job. You know what you've got to do. So it may be, even for me, if I lose, I, I get cut. Uh, but it's not that it inspires me so much more to win because I, I really don't need to be inspired more to win. It is who I've always been in this sport. And I'm sure he's the same way. If he loses, he likely gets cut. And I don't know that he's more inspired by that, but he is as inspired. He is a true professional. He has fought and beaten some of the best in the world, and uh, he he's gonna come in and and try and prove that he he belongs. Um, and it's unfortunate that he's getting partnered against me, but uh, uh, <laughs> it's it's gotta it's gotta happen.
0: Yeah, his his base is really like in that wrestling jujitsu. Uh, standpoint uh have you put in more time in the wrestling department or uh done more rounds uh, on the on the mats for for jiu-jitsu just to prepare for a fighter like him
1: um it's it's you know it's I, coming from a gym that's run by dan henderson it's hard for me to add more wrestling <laughs> yeah, it, it's hey. kind of just been part of my my life for the last 11 years is uh uh wrestling and takedown defense and takedown offense and all that um so i i, I think i'm going to be okay there But uh, you know what, the the dude, although he does try to take everyone down, I've seen his stand up and he's quick. He's got so I mean, he's got those jujitsu hips where he can kick as high as he high and hard as he wants without any tell. So I got to be I got to be prepared for him to come right down the middle and throw those kicks high because he hits hard. He's just uh, uh, primarily a wrestler. I I can't get Brunson again. Yeah, I I knew he was going to take me down. And then that rotten guy punched me in the face. And so I can't get caught up with uh, the thought of he's going to take me down. It's he's going to fight to beat me. If he tries to take me down, I'm going to stop it. If he tries to punch me in the face, I'm going to counter it.
0: Yeah. 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 Like you said, he has that front kick with his, his rear foot that he likes to just throw out, whip out sometimes. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I've seen him use it. It doesn't land too often, but it's something that you, he makes you think about constantly. Yeah.
1: No, that's the kick that broke my jaw. Sean Strickland threw that, threw that kick, hit me in the right spot and split me open. Uh, so the kick is effective when it lands. I just got to make sure it doesn't land.
0: Yeah, exactly. Of
1: and of course, you don't want to overlook
2: Turman. But uh, who do you see yourself taking on next after this fight?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to overlook Turman. I've been on a, a skid for a minute uh, where the, the judges can't seem to to love me. And uh, I, I'm really just focused on him. There are plenty of matchups that I, I think I'd win that... So you you pick anyone in the division, I think I can beat them. Uh, but uh, I, I know at this point I need to just get correct my training wheels and uh, get back on the, the correct path.
2: There's a fighter by the name of Luke Rockhold who wants to make a comeback. How do you uh, see yourself matching up with Luke Rockhold?
1: I, I don't think Rockhold would fight me. He, he's not known to have a good chin anymore, uh, and I hit real hard. Uh, he is a stud. I've trained with him once or twice. He really is a stud. He's a very talented fighter. Uh, and I, I would, I would be blessed to fight with him, but, uh, I don't know if I'm the guy he wants to come back to.
2: Also. Yeah. In the top five as well, we're looking at fights like Izzy and Whitaker too. We're looking at Costa versus Vittori. What do you make of those two fights? Let's, let's, uh, let's start off with Izzy and Whitaker. Where do you see that?
1: Oh, I want, I, first all, I love Izzy. Uh, he and I, we're even kind of sort of buddies outside, of, outside of the cage. Uh, we've hung out a few times and so I do think he's going to win, but I really like Whitaker uh and way looks so good since he's lost to, to izzy uh i just i don't trust his chin uh and and Izzy's so good at finding it just that one time uh and then costa versus uh vittori i lean towards vittori vittori's so good everywhere he's just not great anywhere uh but costa costa is kind of slow he hits kind of hard uh he's not as good at anything as victorious, So I am taking I'm p- picking Vitoria in that one. It was in that one, okay.
0: Yeah, the one thing uh, just to go back to the Robert Whitaker thing. Uh sometimes uh, like we forget like I forgot how good he actually is. Like if you look at his his uh his record, the only person that he's lost to in the last like 10 plus fights was Israel Adesanya. And that was after coming off like this long layoff and where he was on uh, in the hospital for a very long time with with medical complications, and he came back in front of this huge crowd against this up and coming star, and and it just didn't work out. Like it, you could tell from that fight that he didn't necessarily put his best effort forward. Yep. Now, does that mean that he's going to beat Israel Asani? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if if it goes his way, but uh, it's it's something to 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 take into account yeah yeah
1: i mean whoever wins i'm really happy with the, the champion of the division a whitaker or or the stylebender uh i i think both of them represent the sport very well and uh uh I, I i i really do admire both of them you
0: you said you uh hung out with izzy do you have any izzy stories that you can tell us
1: i not particularly we we were at the uh what was it the. Uh, it was like the worst fight in UFC history. That uh, Lewis versus Nogano oh, we yeah, yeah. and we we were sitting next to each other, and so we were just kind of we were doing the wave together and just having a hell of a time with uh, fans during that during that fight. Speaking of that
0: fight, do you, uh, are you excited for a potential uh, rematch for those guys? I know Lewis lost right now, but there was a the chance that those two guys could get squared up. And realistically speaking, the heavyweights there's only like four or five of them. Uh, at that top, that top level, that, that they, they just keep switching around. So like one win away, Lewis could fight for the title again.
1: You know, I'm always excited to watch Nogano fight. Uh, yeah. he, he's just to me, he is the most exciting fighter on the on the roster. Just that raw power that he has is just really impressive. So whether it's Lewis or Gan or or Gain or uh, whoever <laughs> else, I, I'm always a big fan of, of watching Nogano do his thing. Yeah, and you were also
2: saying before that you walk around at let's say two hundred plus, right? And you mm-hmm. used to fight at light heavyweight. Do you do you see yourself anytime in the near future going back up to light heavyweight?
1: I, I will do whatever the UFC wants me to. If they need a last minute replacement uh, for two hundred five fight, I I'll be there for them. But uh, those dudes are big. Uh, I, you know, I'm a big middleweight, but an average to small light heavyweight. If I'm two thirty, a lot of those guys walk around two fifty. Um, and size matters. I, I know a lot of the, the, the fans don't like to, to admit that, but bigger fighters have an advantage. So,
0: heavyweights out of the question
1: <laughs> uh, if the UFC wants me to fight, dang, <laughs> why not? Okay, yeah. Gano or Lewis, I'll do it, but uh, ugh, I hope they don't want, he, yeah.
0: I don't know if you recall, it was a Fabio Maldonado, I think it was the name. I forget who he was. He came in, uh, he has a similar situation where he's not like the biggest. Guy and he came in heavyweight and he faced like Fedor and he faced Verdum and stuff like that where these guys were so much bigger than him but he 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 went in there he he's yeah. called picked up the call.
2: We were also talking before too about you know if you were to go back up to light heavyweight and we were just uh, we were just talking. Um, I think you versus Jan Blachowicz would be a pretty fun matchup to
1: watch. I think it'd be a blast. I mean, he, he's was he was he middleweight at some point.
0: No, no, he, well, was, he was always, always light, light heavyweight.
1: heavyweight so. yeah. All right, well. I think it'd be a blast. We both hit real hard. Uh, He's not a particularly big light heavyweight, but he's bigger than a lot of guys. I sound like I'm talking over myself. Yeah, he's thick. Uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, there there was a chance uh, potentially for them to... To get matched up, uh Sam and, and Jan. Yeah, it, it just it just didn't happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it could still happen,
2: you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. hundred percent.
1: You guys you guys just want to see me get hurt. No. <laughs> no, no,
2: of course not. This is a it's a it's a huge fight, you know. And I think also too with with uh with both your styles as you were saying, it'll be fireworks, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I really think so. But uh you you watch how he fought Izzy. If he could do the same thing to me, I mean he is a big boy on top. And uh, I, I'm real good at not getting taken down. But if if he gets me down, it might be I, mean, I might have as hard a time as Izzy did.
0: Yeah, so. Um. We'll we'll have one last segment here. Um. It will we basically call it like story time. We'll give you some random names, and if you have a story about them, uh, either if they're the level of Izzy or or better, let <laughs> just let us know. Um. Chil
1: Sonnen, do you have any Chel Sonnen stories? Chael Sunday. Yeah. I've trained with him once or twice. Uh, just, just enough. He's real pretty wife. And he and he and his wife were just wonderful. I was just, just loved hanging out with him for a day or two. And then years down the road, we were walking through, I don't know, some casino in, in Vegas and Chael saw me in first, Sam. And he just called out to me. Sam! <laughs> I It's like, Holy shit. He remembers my name. Uh, and we talked for a good 10, 15 minutes there, just about whatever was, was on our mind. And, uh, it was just—it was really cool seeing a guy that is big and as well known as him just remembering, you know, little old Sam.
0: Yeah, we've always been big uh, Chael Sonnen fans. Uh, back when when he was fighting before he's fighting Anderson Silva for the belt. And now um, he's podcasting, huh? Now now he's taking over YouTube. He's—I don't know how he does it. He pumps out like three or four videos a day, and he's doing well for himself. Yeah, well he's himself. yeah. Um, cool uh, we want we want to model ourselves after Chill Sonnen. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um. Uh, the next person we'll just ask you, Dan Henderson.
1: Dan, well, he's been my coach for the last decade. Uh, Dan's real funny. is He hits hard. I mean, there's not been a second-place guy as far as who hits harder than Hendo. Uh, but every time he knocks someone out, and he's never knocked me out, not not in the cage. He's hurt me a couple times. But every time, he's knocked out plenty of our teammates over the years. Just they, And he always said, oh, I, uh, I I pulled it. He kind of went right into it. Uh, and it's always, he always pulled it. He's never once hit somebody too hard. It's always the other guy's fault.
2: And do <laughs> you find at the team quest gym, do you guys do more playful sparring or do you guys go, but like more, a more hard sparring?
1: I, I try, I try and raise the elevator, raise it. I try and spar as hard as I can. Uh, it is. Yeah. But playful is fun and it's, it's, it's good to do. But uh, I, I want people to, I want the, the line I use, I tell all my team, I said, I want you guys to spar to hurt your opponent. Just don't hurt him. Uh, and it makes sense eventually, but they're all figuring out that, that line.
0: Yeah, of course. I think I get it, too. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's right there, but I'm not sure. But, yeah, I think I get it.
2: <laughs> okay, you want to go into some more news? Uh, Let's go with uh, how about Sean Strickland?
1: Sean Strickland, he's the guy that broke my jaw. Uh, yeah, he kicked me in the face. And, and sean Sean's real funny. We'll spar and shoot. He and I, we've been training partners five or six years now. And every time, to this day, every time we spar, at the end of it, we finish round three or five, whatever we're doing. He always says, you know, the thing about you, Sam, and that's just his line, is at the end of everything. And he says, it's not just me, he'll spar with anybody. And at the end, you know, the thing about you, Diego, the thing about you, Dan, the thing, it's just what he says. Uh, we were at a syndicate gym a few weeks ago, and uh, he and Chiesa, Michael Chiesa, they didn't spar. But he said, Sean said, Kiesa, you know the thing? Kessa, shut the fuck up, Sean. Want to see
2: one more name? One more name. How about we go with uh, Mr. DC, Mr.
1: Cormier? Uh, the best story I have about him, I, I don't know if I've ever really met him, but uh, my last knockout was that light heavyweight division. I knocked out Marcin Pracnia, uh in the first round of the fight. Is always the greatest win in the history of wins. It's just fantastic on cloud nine. And I, I got that microphone. And I said, Hey, you know, uh, uh oranges are. I think I was the oranges are Florida, Orlando. Your oranges are fantastic. <laughs> Shortly after that. Uh, I said, "Hey, and I'd like to point out to everyone that the fight this is the my first fight at light heavyweight, and it comes that as soon as I accept this fight, and I looked at Daniel Cormier, he was commentating. Daniel Cormier goes up to heavyweight. I don't want to say I'm the <laughs> Uh but uh, yeah, we had a nice little moment right there. He joked about it live on 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 the microphone, and uh, it it was, it was pretty funny.
2: Yeah, and also speaking of DC, you're you're pretty well spoken yourself too. Do you feel like uh, after your you're finished fighting. Would you go into commentary?
1: I would absolutely love the opportunity. Uh, nobody's offered it to me, but uh, I, I think that would be just a ton of fun to get, get, get an opportunity to step in that box and do either play-by-play or I'm probably better at the color commentating.
0: Yeah, I think, I think us- the usual path is they get them on the desk first, like at that ESPN pre-show, and then they slowly move their way to commentary. I think that's what Bisping did. But Bisping used the, the UK route, I think, right, where he... He did stuff for, like, England and and all those shows. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, maybe you can practice your English accent and go out there down there. <laughs> 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 I don't know yeah. how well you do it, but, yeah, that's that's an opportunity.
1: Yeah, I think we're good.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, Sam.
1: I- oh, you're welcome, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Look forward to coming on again someday. Of Thank, you. Thank you. If you have a message much. to
0: all your fans and, and everybody watching for your fight up upcoming, let, let them hear it what do you have to say
1: follow me on tiktok i love tiktok i have so much fun there follow me there talk to me there i'll reach out and i'll give everyone the behind the scenes of the ufc
0: oh wow okay we'll oh, check wow. it out
2: too yeah we'll link it down below we'll, we'll link it oh down below. perfect
1: it's at smile sam s-m-i-l-e-n-s-a-m yeah we'll have, we'll
2: have all your links in the description okay oh, well, thank you very things. much sam all right thank you, thank you very, very much, much. Take you're care. very take welcome care. guys have a great thank rest care. of your good day good luck on your fight take care you too bye